Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This is Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking. Weddings. Soul recapitulation. Shakespeare. I'm personally very excited about this episode. I was very excited about recording this episode. I was very excited about opening my Deborah King book and getting you to finally do... One of the shamanic exercises. Yes, that. I did some breath work, some sweeping breath to clear away some bad energy that could be blocking me in my life. This was a really wild time. You know, the, the California fires were raging in the background, mm-hmm. were choking on smoke, and yet we were still making it work in the at-home record studio due to the absolutely endless pandemic. And I think and I hope and I pray the two people at home listening will enjoy it. Welcome to Poog. Enjoy. Thanks. Welcome. This is Poog. You get it. Sorry. Welcome. So I am, I have a headache and I've had it since I took a first breath um, when I opened the door this morning. I took a breath on the patio or the balcony and I thought it was a cloudy day in LA, but it's not. It's soot. 
It's ash. There's uh, Los Angeles is uh, experiencing record temperatures, and also there's fires. It's California's burning. <laughs> and when I got in my car this morning, there was ash, actual ash on my car. No, I smelled a fire. And then I'm also reeling because I don't typically wear perfume, but I sampled outside at a friend's house five different <laughs> perfumes. So I have five different perfumes on my body right now, and I feel like I'm going to throw up. I have like. How did you sample those? She lined them up, and I took <laughs> and I sprayed. What fun! It was really fun. It was very cute. I never wear perfume, but I feel like I want to find one that I like. And I'm actually. Have you found one? I'm bet- there's two that I like the most. You're, so you have three on each arm. <laughs> Spread up the arm, right? Yeah. Different quadrants. But it's like <laughs> the one on the back of my hand, I'm into the most. But I, it's, I'm revolting. I mean, I just, when I got in the car and drove, I was choking because it's so much yeah. perfume. I wasn't thinking. I was outside. What? So I was like spraying away. Types did you try? They're all toxic for sure. <laughs> um, pure poison. I've got like a French one that's like okay. kind of um, a little bit floral. <laughs> I don't like perfumey perfume, but is that what everyone mm-hmm. says? Like that's no one right. likes the smell kinda of Kind of like per- people being like, I'd like a drier wine. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, 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 we didn't think you wanted Manischewitz. Yeah, yeah. You, I would you like whore. a sweet, thick wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Syrupy. Something dry. That's so yeah, funny. Just, something, just something dry. I feel like it's probably not even my insight. Just want to clarify, you know. Like, I, I feel, feel like I've, I, I've never heard it said, but yeah, okay, I feel like you. I want a perf. I don't want a perfumey perfume. It's a few about their weddings. Like I don't want a weddingy wedding. It's like, well, I'm here oh, to tell you yeah, it's going to be weddingy. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, I'm here you to can't tell escape you it. Your attempts to escape. Only oh, the attempts to, to escape. <laughs> the attempts to. Escape. Are you ready? Like Converse. I mean, I like Converse yeah, honey, under the dress. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, craft no. cocktail in a jar. You're so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, it's, um, oh yeah. Lift the bride lifting up her dress to reveal converse is one of the most heinous and, visions of like capitalism I'll ever no. witness. <laughs> and also, also, cause you know, me and Jamie Lee did this wedding guidebook and of like, course. so we were lo- like looking into these trends obviously. And like, and the one that makes me the most angry is the bridal feet, okay, either in sneakers, but even if it's in heels or whatever, some some fun shoe, the one the one foot pigeon toed thing <gasps> to be quirky. Oh, the pigeon toe. Okay, like like it's like it's like oops, like or it's not even like oops, it's like hey, I don't know who me. No, it's like it versus, is, but it isn't. Yes, yes, yes. it's so bad. <laughs> and the feet, I mean, and that's like a general like Delia's catalog slash like modeling thing too to like basically. In the same way that heels, you know, like destabilize the woman or whatever yeah. from being able to walk well. It's like, it's like, yeah, you can't just have your feet like forward or even like naturally sticking out a little bit like they might or whatever their natural <laughs> position is. Like just like too like planted. It like has to be like off, like ever so slightly off, off balance. Yeah. Yeah. Ever so slightly. It's like the, oh, uh, it's the so, fetishization. You know is? Yeah. It's like the white couple kissing and then they turn around and babies got back, like starts blaring and then they walk <laughs> down the aisle. <laughs> like, I know that's happened or I've seen it. I don't oh. know, if I, but like definitely. Or I remember someone, God bless, because it's a friend and they might listen to this podcast. Yes. Yes. But I remember a friend remarking that their friend's wedding was cool because right. they had hired an orchestra 
to play their favorite Drake songs. And I was oh, like, a barf. Oh, God. Oh, God. Wait, there's one song that, and I found like, we did a compilation at one point, like, but like, there's one song that bridesmaids always do, um, like a version for, oh, I think it's the Fresh Prince. Um, oh, well, rap. here's a little something that you need to Jenny know when Je- Laura Joe. met Kevin a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, exactly. that's how she knew the girl who and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, before Lisa met you. <laughs> Lisa was a disaster. <laughs> Before Lisa met you, she could barely get out of bed. Yeah. Lisa was suicidal. <laughs> and then when she met you, Kevin. Oh, God. Ooh, yeah, it's bad stuff. You know what I also think? <laughs> People always talk about the bride. It's the bride's big day. But I feel like for some grooms, <gasps> it's really like... Big? It's actually about them. And I think... Brilliant. Like, Brilliant. Yeah, it's always about the bride, the bitch, the bridezilla. <laughs> yeah, I feel like grooms are so fucked up too. Oh, the my groom God. file. We open uh, it today. Yes. <laughs> well, I just think about grooms needing their boys to be like, to be <laughs> like, um, <laughs> popping their chests rhythmically po- yeah, in yeah. the background, <laughs> pulsating their chests. Wait, and being like, wait, I can't fully see you, and I'm trying to figure out how to fix it. Hold on. Can't see me. Let me open my. Yeah, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Somebody hurt me too much. <laughs> Somebody hurt me too deep. Somebody sit in my chair and ruin my sleep and make <laughs> me aware of being alive. <laughs> I just want to say I liked that song before it was a marriage story. Oh, so I actually, of course, I loved that movie and I wept. I wept when Adam Driver sang it, or a single tear did fall. He but, sings um, it. I've, I've been crying about. I've that never song for seen years. the film. I've only seen. The, I really liked it. I thought scene. people needed to relax. People that were like, "In what world did two people?" Like I don't know what the criticism was, but I was like, "Relax." No, you know, do you know how worst? hard it is to make a decent indie these days? Uh, oh my god. What do you god. want? Like, Truly, what, what, what do, do you, you want? want? Do you want marriage story or do you just yeah. want the Avengers? Yeah. Or do you want a movie about a broom that 4.2 <laughs> people see, but that's incredible? Imagine if there was a movie, okay? Because I know we think a lot about the essence of you as being cast as a broom, okay? <laughs> or, the, or sort of the general question. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, imagine, imagine how infuriating it would be if there was a movie in which someone was cast as a broom and you didn't get the role. I'd be furious because I've been talking about playing a broom for years. Yeah, literally years. And it would be... Maybe I should write like a Pixar movie movie about brooms. Eh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I hope my head. No, I wasn't. I wasn't searching your face for a glimmer of hope. <laughs> no, I was actually like I was already like moving into plotting the middle of Act Two. Okay, that's like, the next. That's by the way, that's was. our next business venture. First, we get rich from the podcast. Yes, and then we launch a animation studio because it's easy. <laughs> you know, well, a jar of milk can't find its lid. 
<laughs> Boom. I remember once reading something like Pixar or something, like literally being like, like you you know you're a Pixar person. Like you know you're meant to work at the <laughs> studio of dreams or whatever. Like <laughs> like if you're someone who worries about the bike being cold outside and when it's in the garage. And it's like <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's like so I get cute. that. It is cute. And you're like kind of like you're like, that's me, you know. But it's also like I feel like like a good like f- at least like 50 percent of the population also like animates objects you know what i mean like i feel like yes. that's one of those things like are you someone okay like you know it was my, my really irritated me like at 12 okay <laughs> like i was always really annoyed when people acted like like they're like i'm um like a little thing about me i i eat only the marshmallows out of the lucky charms <laughs> yeah okay like yeah, i go through course. the box okay like I yeah the lucky yeah char- the charms out and by the and then <laughs> There's nothing but the other stuff. Okay, it's like, yeah. It was yeah. always like this like thing like, yeah, like everyone likes the marshmallow. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, it's like, are you someone who, you know, then you belong at Pixar. Imagine That's someone so going funny. into a Pixar interview and just being like, and like trying to like milk that, but like in a fresh way. Right. Like constantly feeling bad for the objects in the pitch meeting room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, very so funny. I, the second I took a sniff of the L.A. air today, oh, as the fires oh. burn. Smelled like burning tires, and I felt like a headache went in through my nose and into my head. So now I'm wildly um, searching classically wire cutter strategists, et cetera, et cetera, for best purifiers. Honey, we got to do it. I've got a Dyson in the bedroom that I'm happy with, but I need something for the living room. You know what's so scary? And I, I, this is something that I turn away from. <laughs> Is that like you're really supposed to have an air purifier on like raging in your kitchen when you're cooking because of all the fumes that come off like cooking and apparently like we'll all die in 10 days. Like like that's what's killing us is like cooking fumes, like being like in a room with like burnt toast and oil, like toast burning, like the like the invisible. There's this whole there's an article in the Times, I believe, about how the little fragments of toast burning like. Yeah. will murder you slowly over the course of 25 years. <laughs> and then at the end of the article, and this haunted me, they're, they go into in depth about these little micro particles from the burnt bread that enter your, they go to your lungs. They, they go, they're so small, they go through right. your nose and they just go right into your lungs. Right. And it's really bad. Is it as bad as smoking? So well, to speak? It's I bet it's as bad as secondhand. Worse. No, I don't know, yeah. but it's bad. And then at the end, they're like, don't even get us started on candles. And I was like, no. Oh no, which is why I'm actually excited because I'm oh. really excited for a Vitruvi gorgeous oil diffuser. It's an accent piece, folks. I know I was not sent a free one. Well, my fear of candles is what's getting yeah. me into oil diffusing. Right. Vitruvi no, no, makes no. a gorgeous that makes a lot of sense. one that, Although you know. I turned off of oils after buying a uh, Sage Sage diffuser and products. Okay, it's like SA J. I was gonna say it is e? sage. Oh yeah, don't they make no, no, tea no. or something? But that's what's it's spelled like it shouldn't be sage. No, you know I get it. I mean? Yeah, and no, they, it's all oils and oils diffusers in there. And I got it, and then I read a thing online like if you have a cat or a pet, you really shouldn't be diffusing these oils into the air. It's like, like toxic for the cats, but not for us. Well, okay, I gotta say, if it's to- toxic for the cat, why isn't it toxic for me? I mean, yes, it's maybe like it fills their smaller lungs faster, but you know, aromatherapy. Um, it's so cute. A cat's small lungs. But I feel like people that I have consulted on the internet who are all about health, they believe in oil diffusers. I don't think if you're diffusing oil in mist or in steam, 
Mm-hmm. You're Who not knows? burning anything. No, it's just. I, I it's, mean, toast is killer. We're fucked. Toast. The luckily, promise, I'm, I tend nothing to be more off bread. simple and healing than toast. I know. And even that's going to kill you. Um, Somebody hurt me too deep. Right now, it like the light just coming in through my window looks like like shit. <laughs> it's not it's not orange. It's not like no. full orange, but it's no. like kind of yellow. No, it's it's so eerie. It's utterly bizarre. I like waking up in the morning and seeing the light coming through the shades and it's like what even is it? It's just it's gray, yellow. It's shit, so to speak. It's yeah, completely it's just, it's like light. diffused other planet. Like the ones that are really orange where it looks like Mars. Like it almost looks like a really bright day on Mars or something like like here cuz like it's not Anyway, I can't even describe to you the cloud of perfume that I'm sitting in. I can't describe to you the cloud of perfume that that I'm sitting in. That is pure chaos. I don't like a warm one. Look at this little muscle that's popping because of the Pilates. You see? You fucker. Are you shocked? By the way, I was thinking about this the other day and the way that you were like, you've been running home. You said to me, doing your little skincare yeah, yeah. Okay. Look at, no, I've been okay. doing some Pilates. You've been doing Pilates quietly without trying to bring me in on it. Look, look at this. Wait, look oh, at I this. see it. Wait, it's not, this light isn't good for it. I know, Fuck. but I can see the line. I can see there's, the shadow. I swear to God, there's a little light. dent. I see it. I see it in this light. <laughs> Turn ever so slightly to the side. There, there it is. Damn, I love that upper dent. Sorry to yank you out of that delicious flow, but we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to the real meat and potatoes of the psychic warfare conversation. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys. The Pritchetts and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad, The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. 
Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. back from the break it's time to get into the exercise so do you want to hear some psychic warfare stuff and i'll lead you into the whole whole thing um as you know i've gone down the rabbit hole of the healing world yes part of that is due to my interest in the metaphysical um my desire for magic you know mystery in this life i sort of have defended it in the past by saying that when i was dealing with depression and trying to get on the right meds and being like, well, maybe I just, there will never be the right meds. Mm. And and literally in times where I was like waiting f- to see if the meds worked and it's like, you got to give it a couple weeks. It was like, well, what else can I do during this time? So I was like, meditate, read, you know, basically I was like, I was like, let's go spiritual on this shit. Yeah. Like a monster's coming in the house, you throw rocks at it and it's like the rocks are flying through it. You better pull out your cross and ask, <laughs> ask the Lord to protect you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. my sister, we were watching this like some horror movie where there's these spirits, demons like tormenting these people. And there's this one guy, like one guy in the family who's like wildly grabbing for the Bible and like just yelling scripture like, like at him. And like he kind of has <laughs> played like a fool, you know, but it was like, honestly, like, like good at least he's trying to do something you know yeah so yeah so so with the depression stuff i was like all right i gotta like i gotta throw everything at this and sort of reading all this healing stuff and i came across this woman deborah king listening to hay house radio in my car and i remember i remember driving past a supermarket near my parents and liked her style liked her voice everything started reading her books got kind of into them did a couple healing energy healing type workshops and I was rereading one of my favorite books from her, Be, Be Your Own Shaman. Mm-hmm. I want to take you through what I was reading in the chapter called Psychic Warfare. So have you run into problems caused by another person's negative intent? Maybe with a member of your own family? Stereotypes like the mother-in-law hell-bent on disempowering her son's wife. 
are based on the reality of powerful suppressed emotions such as jealousy. Okay. Mm. Do you have a chronic health problem such as headaches or backaches? Now, we know those are caused by many things. Okay. It's pretty dangerous to leap right to, you know, psychic malintent from another. However, she goes, some of your problems may, in fact, be caused by the negative intent of others. And I call that being under psychic attack. Are you shocked? I'm scared. Psychic attack. Yeah. Psychic attack happens when another person has formed an intention, consciously or not, to hurt you. And his or her negative energy has entered your own field and body. I don't like it. You hate it? You hate it? I don't like it because I'm like, so someone out there that for whatever reason hates you is giving you like, is making you constipated? It could be, but here's, I mean, but it's not like you're powerless. Okay. Here's, because here's the thing. Most people don't even consider that they have an energy field. Okay. Right. So that it's like, now if you do, you can protect it. You can, you know, there's all manner of things you can do. Right. Don't worry. She gives us the tools. Okay. Okay. So it can be as simple as picking up a little negative energy from someone who's in a bad mood, such as a bank teller or a supermarket clerk who's having a bad day or being stalked by a spurned lover. And can go all the way up to full-blown demonic possession. <laughs> <laughs> from, bank, from bank teller to demon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, let me skip ahead to sort of the layers, okay, from lightest to deepest. Because this is where I feel you can be empowered. All right. Have you ever been slimed? So getting slimed is by far the most common and low-level attack, okay? And then this is pretty interesting. So she says, if you have a hole in your energy field, it slips right in. This is a fairly ordinary energetic problem. Okay. Now, here's the solution. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. For, for low-level sliming. So if you think you've been slimed, you probably have. You can remove the negative energy that's in your body and field by adding one pound of sea salt and one pound of baking soda to a bath and soaking for 20 minutes. Yes! <laughs> By the way, a pound. Where am I getting a pound? So a pound a single of package. Soda? I've done it. I've done this. I've read. The, you know, I read this book here. Like, a pound oh, okay. of baking soda is one of those little packages. One of the classic squares that you see. The classic, the classic rectangular square of baking soda is a pound. So see, yes, that's when I start to get one. a little bit like ninety nine cents. Oh, you mean like no, but, you think but, she's in league with Arm and Hammer? No, no. I start <laughs> to get a little bit like really. That's gonna clean it. Salt no, to- and baking soda? No, totally, totally, totally. Uh, but- like a housewife's remedy for spilled water on the carpet <laughs> is like also <laughs> no, for cleansing I totally, your psychic and, energy. And, and that's what's hilarious to me, okay, because it is um, physical. And so you're like, really? Right. right. However, I mean, if the physical world is a manifestation of the non-physical world, uh, and you. you can see it as pure, you know, intentionality at work, okay? And I've done it, and... The intentionality alone of knowing that you're taking a cleansing bath to me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That, you know? that does it. Yeah. But I enjoy lending to the ritual. And then this is this is big. Other possible solutions are to go for a swim in the ocean <gasps> or spend 20 minutes sunbathing, preferably full body. Okay. If you feel fine afterwards, it was slime. If you don't, are you ready? It's more likely a cord. Boom. Next level. Courting. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. No, but it is, this is interesting. This is interesting. I think you'll, you'll, I, I've been no, meaning no, to I, tell I, you about this going. for a while. Okay. You ready? The cords that connect us. Okay. So one of the most frequent methods of committing psychic warfare is courting. 
cords are streamers of auric light that connect us to one another. Okay. And each one matches up to the same chakra in the other person. So something come flying from your, your second chakra to someone else's second chakra, heart to heart. Right. And she's like, as you suspect, there are good cords and there are bad cords. Negative cords indicate a vulnerability within us. If we can be negatively corded, it means we have emotions we haven't processed, memories we haven't brought to closure. Again, that's why I'm always stressing the importance of meditation, journaling, therapy, and personal work. Can never escape it. Hear that? You can never escape the basic personal work. Okay. So with training, it is possible to learn to send back negative cords. You can also have them removed by a healer like herself. Okay. Either way, you'll want to learn the following powerful shamanic technique. Recapitulation. I'm really into this. So recapitulation, a shamanic technique. Now, the reason I'm into it is because I want all my energy back. And the reason I got into this at the time was because I was like, okay, if, if I'm like 50% diminished due to depression and it's never going to lift and the, and the meds are never going to help and that's just going to be, I'm just 50% down. I want to make sure that the remaining 50 that I technically could have, let's say, yeah, I'm, I've got all of it. I don't want yeah. 10 stuck in, you know, lack of forgiveness, you know, like an example, like it was like, it takes energy to like have a grudge against your father every day. That's like mm. a couple of units of energy, grudges, whatever. That's why forgiveness comes up so much in healing. God, I read that. I remember once this, this yoga teacher, this Kundalini yoga teacher I had, had us doing this Kriya where it involved like pulling back energy from like other people throughout your life. And it said this thing, it was like, it was like, it was like this, you know, gendered thing, but it was like men after a sexual encounter, like stay corded to, you know, their, the partner for three months. Okay. Like energetically. Oh, Christ. And then, it, and then it was like women stay corded to sexual partners for 300 lifetimes. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that the Go worst? fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. we're like exclusively receptacles for male semen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you can't wash it out yeah well it's like it's like you, yeah, stained stained from this life into the next i mean yeah that's so that, rude that one night stand from the saloon yeah. <laughs> wasn't as fun as you thought it was was it deborah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so recapitulation okay it's the act of calling back the energy we have already spent in past actions it not only retrieves the energy you have given away in your lifetime, it also clears you of the energetic deposits of others. In short, you return to the moments of your life when you spent the energy, relive them in as much detail as possible as if you were actually there now, and then your energy will be released and restored to you. This allows you to turn the clock back, as what ages you the most mm. is your loss of energy. Mm. Uh, you will be surprised at the amount of energy and clarity regained by completing this process, even if you only do it partially. Love it. How, do you want to know how? Yes, now. Baking soda, <laughs> honey, I'll take it. <laughs> so this this version of recapitulation is called the sweeping breath. Basically, while you're recalling a person in your mind, you breathe in and move your head from right to left. So hang on. So breathe in and you think about the person? Breathe in. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm going to really you do it recall, about someone. Recalling the person... All right. So it's this head, head, moving the head from right to left, picking up any energy you spent in the relationship. And then as you breathe out, your head moves left to right and ejects the remaining fragments of this individual's <laughs> energy from your field. <laughs> wait, do it okay. for me first. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, you breathe in the memory and then you 
blow out the you pick up the energy you spent in the relationship so so get your energy back okay like like take take what's yours and then and then out yes and then out <laughs> your head moves from left to right and ejects the remaining fragments of their energy so take what's yours out give them what's theirs okay out hurt my neck <laughs> Okay, you got to work from the core. <laughs> all right, are you ready? Okay, okay, there's more. There's more. Okay, hold on. Yeah. All right, all right, get in position. This is classic. Ow. I love how she, when she said, are you ready? Invocation. One, oh. sit in a chair with your knees apart to maintain a good connection with the ground through your first chakra. Okay, preferably make contact with the floor barefoot as there are important chakras in the soles of your feet. Socks okay? are coming off, folks. <laughs> <laughs> listeners take off your socks okay <laughs> okay and feel the socks groundedness off, guy. socks off everyone right? yeah invoke out loud or silently so we you know listeners and you guys can do this um silently invoke any invoke your higher self okay any spiritual masters guides angels or other beings whom you resonate with and would like to have help you, okay? I have no one. It's so sad. I'm like just imagining like I know. But like I'm like, who? Well, I mean, you used to do the rosary, so where's Mother Mary? No, you did Mary the rosary. Do it for me. Okay, go for Mary Magdalene then. No. Or <laughs> all right, I'll get you out of that. All right. All right. How about um Egyptian goddess Isis? I don't know what she looks like. Well, can um, I just do like Fran Lebowitz or something? Absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, absolutely. Okay. All right. Great. Um, so let me let me let me do it. Everyone do it. Okay, hold on. Okay. And you can also do <sighs> ones that you don't know are there, like like whoever my guides are. Yeah, guides come I have to the them, front that I don't know. Come here, guides yeah. to the front. Okay, <laughs> so we invoke them and your own higher <laughs> self. Okay. Yeah. To choose a person to recapitulate, select anyone in your life with whom you've ever interacted. Mother, father, partner, child, boss, ex-friend, friend, alive or dead. Good to know. Do not pick a person with whom you've had any interactions in which you were frightened for your safety, as that requires another more advanced form of this practice that Got she it. teaches in her, you know, in her programs, see appendix, that sort of thing. But feel free to choose someone with whom you've had plenty of upsetting experiences. Okay. Okay. Close your eyes and mentally place the person you have chosen to recapitulate directly in front of you. Okay. Take a few minutes to let this individual come into your awareness as clearly as possible. Begin the sweeping breath. Breathe in through your mouth oh. as you turn your head from center to the left. <sighs> Suck it in, yeah. And then exhale out your mouth as you turn your head past the center and over to the right. After the first breath or two, switch to breathing through your nose. <sighs> nose both ways. <laughs> okay. Oh, so you see, okay. it's mouth, 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 mouth. And then after you're into that, then you go to nose. Yeah. And okay. the perfume cloud that's surrounding me is making <laughs> this. Really. Maintain the image of the person you chose to recapitulate to keep going. I'm busy. Okay. About 10 to 15 minutes per person, damn, is the right length of time. When you're new to this, it's not unusual to have to repeat the technique for the key people in your life in order to totally complete the energy exchange. Okay, so this is some stuff you got to do later for, for a good 15. 
but this is like, you know, I think the teaching, right? All right. Yeah. <sighs> wait, 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 wash me. <laughs> Is this okay. it? No. <laughs> no. Okay, Kate, Kate. Close your mouth and hold it closed tight. <laughs> okay. Cover it if you must to learn. <laughs> you know, like a child jumping into a pool holding their... their okay, I did okay. it. Okay. Now, you suspend the breath and you... For those listening, I just demonstrated what do you mean the silence sweeping. Suspend the breath means, you know, oh, stop. To stop it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just used to the terms. Three of them? Yeah. yeah. Left, right, left, right, left, right. And then come still in the center. So I think that's pretty huge. But, but so the, the, the end of it is just the stillness. Yeah, but that's just a way to close it. So it's okay. like instead of this sloppy process of going like, <laughs> where you're like using the breath to eject and pull back your energy, right? And eject their filaments instead of just like sliding back into breathing regularly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then yeah. You need something to like seal the practice. Got right? it. And then, um, you know, she talks about if you, if you got to do some heavy work with like some serious heavy stuff. All right, let's talk about this. So are you going to do it? <laughs> Didn't I just do it? Uh, yes, but I mean for every person you've ever met. No. <laughs> Jacqueline here just to pluck you out of that conversational flow. Thank you for participating in the exercise. After the break, the conversation will continue to unfold uh, naturally and gloriously. Enjoy the ads. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My voice should signal to you that the ads are over. I'm very fortunate to to say that I don't feel... Like, I, 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 there are, like, significant relationships that I feel have courted me, so to speak, in a negative sure. way. A school no, and lover or whatnot. You know, I don't... Um, or, yeah. I don't, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course yeah. I can think of a couple people where it's like, ooh, that was kind of weird. But it's never anything that was that involved. Yeah. Maybe someone's idea of you. What's scary is someone who yes. doesn't know you but has an idea of you or... Exactly. I mean, I, you, know, my, you know where my mind went? Marilyn, goddamn Monroe, the poor girl. These mega celebrities—they are okay. courted to hell. I was, I was, mo- I was moments from saying it. Marilyn, no, but 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 these, you know, these these yeah. celebrity figures. Robert who Downey Jr., who's who's? I mean, uh, everyone loves him. Actually, who are people? Oh, yeah. like celebrities. Like, yeah, people are really. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, and like I don't even want to name them because I don't want to participate in their whatever, like in their the hatred of them. But I, I do think that like. Um, I do think that these celebrities, perfect example, like you could argue like the fucking shame of a nation projected onto her. Oh, I mean, the fact that she's still alive is shocking. Yeah. I mean, she and reveals that she is like 
a healer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's a talk about a wounded healer archetype. She's the strongest woman that's ever lived. Imagine yeah. her self care. I know what she has had to do. Her like the desert she had to walk through at age twenty three or whatever. A and pound since. of baking soda couldn't even clear Linda yeah. Tripp's cord. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the nation, I mean, like to take <laughs> the on like, the hatred of the nation or like the whatever of the nation. Biblical, like loathing. Sometimes I've thought like that there is power in um, <laughs> like for public figures, having a different name, like having a stage name, whatever has some value. Oh, damn. That's cool. OK, because that's cool. energetically to have people thinking your name. Oof. To me, the name is like an energetic um, pinpoint. What is a name? Tis nor no. hand or foot. Well, <laughs> near the foot, foot of a man. <laughs> are you immediately like uh, jumping to the Baz Luhrmann version when you, or are you just loosely? I'm Baz Luhrmann. I'm Claire Danes. Okay. Actually, it always annoyed me her delivery of that. No, me too. I know it's like funny. Oh, they're talking about a dick, really? But I was always like, come off it, slut. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> and she goes, no, any other part belonging to, to a, man. a man. And then she's no, like, no, no, Kate, I couldn't agree more. I, I've always felt this. It was, and this is huge for me. They, they. I mean, this is one of my big complaints about the modern performance of Shakespeare, okay? Is leaning way too hard into like the, yes, he did make a sexual reference, okay? Like, nor any other part belonging to him. Like, it was, it was very like... Throw it away. Throw Throw it away. away. Pretend it's just a script. Just use it as words. You don't need to like hammer it in, right? Like, just use the words. Because in real life, guess what? Here's what I would argue about the performance. In real life... If you're saying something like that, it's a little sexual, a little, you kind of right. breeze past it, maybe. You're a little embarrassed. Yeah. You're a little, it's kind of an afterthought. Like, no, I'm not talking about that. Right. Right. Instead of kind of being like, like, what is Romeo? Right. Is that what it is? What is Romeo? Oh, wait. And she's literally alone. No, she's like Capulet Montague. Like, Montague. What is Montague? What is Montague? Like, uh, but a name. And what but is did she name? say that to him or is she alone? No, she's alone. She's like, That's she's what I gazing. Thought. Yeah. It's Romeo or Romeo, right? Oh, lo- it's, oh no, it's yes. later. It's later. No, I think it is. Remember, wherefore the Romeo? I got to rewatch the Baz Luhrmann because I got to say it's, it's in my top 10. It's perfection. I think it really is in my top 10. You know what's huge in movies? Hmm. <laughs> Closely, uh, a close, like a tight shot of a like adolescent or, or woman in general. Okay. Underwater in a bathtub <laughs> with open eyes, holding her breath. Like, th- I mean, they do it in there. <laughs> It's everywhere. You know what I'm also, like? Is that a male fantasy of what like female like 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 con- contemplation looks like? Like, yeah, like, like what we do alone. Well, also, <laughs> what is the deal in horror movies? It's always a woman in a bathtub, or it's always an old wench in a bathtub who's like. <laughs> it's always a woman in a bathtub. Yes. I mean, The Shining has like that, holding the... the sides of the bed, like like it's um. Oh it's... yeah, no, no, no. Like, why are we like no? And honestly, it's like it's and like, the woman crawling is it just on the ceiling. From... Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with if someone's crawling Basically, on the ceiling I'm, no, I'm not watching your movie if someone's crawling on the ceiling I mean well, I'm watching no, no. it and oh, I'm no. loving do it do you want to know the, the number yes but do you want to know the number one I, I I accept you know tropes are not inherently bad whatever whatever no whatever. of course part of the language of however if this can never if this if I see it again and I will every time <laughs> I think they're not going to do it every time I think there's no way they're going to do it they do it are you ready the demon, the ghost, the whatever is revealed through the child's drawings. Oh, 
Okay, and it's like it's like they go into a room, they start their eyes darting around at the child's drawing. Look, they all have the red man, the red man. Okay? Right, right, okay, right. The hat man, the hat man, and then it's like it's like they start flipping through, and it's like it's like he's there in every photo, and then like the harsh crayon the scribbling. Like, I'm like, why isn't yeah. it like if like who doesn't even? I would be annoyed even with this, and yet they don't even do this. They go like, okay, well, it's like say like so they find it in the children's drawing. Well, we, we're not going to do crayon drawings. Obviously, it's been done a million times. How yeah. about you know you how what else could the kid? What other kind of art could the kid do? Or what right. other kind of like self expression? Yeah, why not anything. turn to collage? <laughs> okay, sculpture. Okay, yeah. like he's he's been turning his like mashed potatoes into the baby's been turning their little mashed potatoes like into it. That's cool. Okay, a- anything. <laughs> so easy to make it better and it's like furious anyway 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 what's in a name got it okay 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 Okay. right and by the way one of my favorite activities when i was like driving to like topeka kansas okay to do like a one-nighter damn i missed for stage time okay i would do act one scene act two scene one whatever act four (laughs) act one scene four whatever it is that one to myself alone in the the monologue yes and i did a lot of shakespeare alone in my bedroom and one of the hardest things is like a fun game to try to say, I, me, which is the first fucking oh. two syllables. I, I me, me. Yeah. Romeo, Romeo, wherefore out the Romeo, the most like common mm-hmm. like phrase you've heard a thousand times, right? To to do that compellingly. Let's say that was your audition with I, me, and then Romeo, Romeo, wherefore out the Romeo. Okay. Okay. okay? I, me. I would do an exhale, <laughs> which is a cheap trick. But it works. To, 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 to lend it naturalism? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, I mean. Romeo, Romeo. Oh, it's impossible. It's it's so hard, right? Because it's like so built in. And then it's like, do you go counter text like or counter like, and that would be like cornball, right? Like like if you were to like co- deeply counter, like if like the tradition is like, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art the Romeo? It's like, sorry, you're like, Romeo. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Like Romeo, Romeo. Like Romeo. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like taking oh, shit. the time. Oh, shit. That oh, was shit. good. That was good. I always try to make it like real or different by going like so slow. It's a humiliation. Romeo. Every audition, I'm like, oh, Romeo. Why me. Romeo. Oh, Romeo. My <laughs> friend. See, it's very hard to experience those lines like without hearing it just as like the equivalent of the title drop of the movie in the middle of the movie. <laughs> Similarly, I don't know if this, but I was thinking about, I found myself crying the other day, which I rarely do, not because I'm repressed. I just honestly rarely <laughs> cry. And because, and crying feels so good, but it does happen rarely for me. And when it does, I can't help oh, but also be locked in the images of crying. And no, I'm like, is it really happening? And I'm crying and it feels good. But then I'm also like, I'm in the, I found myself crying at one point while mopping, which was incredible. <laughs> I was immediately well, I was like thrust you were like, into an Elizabethan era like no, exactly. drama. And it's so when you're crying and you're really doing it, you're connected to all the images of everyone crying throughout time and all the movies and, and everything. So it's like you aren't even there. You're just reenacting this, you know, I skin cannot, of another yes. of a celebrity crying. This has been one of my biggest philosophical questions yeah, for how, life. What are we doing? What is the true cry? Okay. Because oh. because there is you're even alone, there's a performance to self, okay? And also crying... Like, crying in front of another person I actually find more real. And kind of. easier to act because at least there you're... Easier you're, to act. Because at least you're... At least it's... You know, I remember this like acting teacher being like, well, most people when they're crying like in public or something or wherever, they're trying to not cry. Right, you know, exactly. Like, so there's that, right? So you're playing that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, but you know, they're not like, ah, right? So, but alone, I always feel like it's this testing oneself. Like, if, like it's like you're like, oh, it's almost like you're seeing this natural thing happening. <laughs> yeah. And then I can't tell if the cry is the thing or the cry is the reaction to a feeling in the throat and the whatever that you, it's like, is the cry you releasing the tension in your throat? Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Or like, it's not just like you singing to the gods. You know what but, I mean? It's like, yeah. just like and you're like, Ugh. like I was crying while driving. I've, yeah, I've done that. And I was Big like, time. well, this is great. Yeah. But also, but like, uh, uh, like, I mean, what is it? I was like, <laughs> you know, then, <laughs> yeah. and once it, there's a point where it like crosses over. Okay. And there's almost like, it's kind of like throwing up. I think like if you're not someone who, you know, throws up on purpose or something, right. If it's like rare, <laughs> you're almost like, like, and you're like, am I going to throw up? Oh God, like I'm nauseous or I'm gagging a little bit. And then like when it really happens, there's almost like a satisfaction of like, I'm doing it like I like and I was right. I did need to throw up. You're like, yeah, that was really it. Like, I was like, come yes. out like to Chris or something like I'm like, totally. I just threw up <laughs> for real. OK, no, no I, and throwing I'm up and going full projectile vomiting. Chris, yeah. I need to like be dead clear that it was full projectile vomiting when you puke. And because uh, there's few things that we take serious more seriously <laughs> in culture than vomit. <laughs> and so it's like when you vomit something about like a woman vomiting. Yes. It's like the only time that our pain is realized is real. Oh. It's like it's like we come out of the bathroom God. and we're like I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Imagine throwing up and not and not Having, telling anyone. That's my fear. It's not dying alone, it's throwing up alone. Yeah. <laughs> not no, not no. being able to come out of the bathroom. Baby. No, no, right. No, and I, or me like I'm like Chris. Okay. Yeah. Yelling to him even though there's nothing for him to do, like just like I'm throwing oh, no, no. up. Here's what's great. Here's what's great. When you come out, you feel much better. You feel much better. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of, you have to buttress up the reality of the having just puked. You can't just be relieved. So it's oh, kind of like, you get to sore out. And you're kind of still like, you're in that recovery. Buttress, and you, buttress <laughs> the, like, please don't mistake me. For, right, you if you felt so much better that you like came soaring out like i'm back you don't want to get into the relief stage yet you want to still be you're not going to puke in front of them but you want to somehow be able to s still have you want the, it to be seen you yeah. want it to be performed see i was always concerned as like like if i was sick and had to call in sick for something okay i always felt like i always felt it was cheese to be like hey okay Right, like, right. Hey, I'm so. Bad. How do I put this? I'm not feeling so well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. By so, the way, and yeah, you're overselling. You have to call. I never. I go hi. Spunky. Um, I just because it's like I just like, threw up. Yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd be like hi. Like I'm running 106. I'm definitely not gonna be able to come in today. Because it's like yeah, you'd you'd be able to pull it together for the phone call. Yeah, you're not I going, think. Hey. Yeah. Is anyone? Yeah. Well, for me also is some like okay the the thing about invisible illness right people suffering from a variety of technically speaking invisible illnesses and mm -hmm. how they they get no like they get no love you know what i mean because of course no, no one believes that they're i mean pain like like chronic pain yeah if the person looks fine it's like you know it's a disaster and at least like there's a lot of online communities talking about it but the legitimacy of culturally sanctioned pains although of course as we know one of the classic Female attributed pains, menstrual pain, yes. still regarded with secrecy and 
I mean, sometimes I do think about it. I'm like, because I'm a heavy bleeder. Okay, folks. Oh, she. So I'm literally yeah. soaking through mattresses like six days a week. Not yeah. six days, but like, imagine like I'm bleeding profusely. You're a box spring bleeder. For days, 24 hours. And yet you just have to shut it up like I have GI to shut game. it up. I really will want to do. We have do to a do full a menstrual, full, full menstrual episode, and I really want to hear about because I'm, I'm really interested in the the hormonal cycles. No, we'll definitely anyway. we'll definitely do that. Um, episode to come. Wait, I just wanted to ask a couple more. Oh, but I wanted to say because it was all in a name. The it's all in a name thing. Neither hand, no foot. Right. Yeah. The reason I was saying that is because I was saying that like if you have a, a stage name, then at least some of the projected thinking about you to me like might go onto the thought form that is the the identity. And, you know, like, so, so let's say it again. So I was saying earlier, like, like, you know, if you have a stage name and like oh, right, right, right. all of America hates you, you know, at least there's like some there's a little bit of a separation. It's between a decoy. Like a private self. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a decoy self, like a thought form. And it probably allows like you as a person to have both like your artistic expression, you know, identity and then kind of like your personal. It's like it's weird that like um, like Tom Cruise, like his you know partner lies in bed with him and says like tom you know like the very same name we know him as that's brilliant (laughs) that really is brilliant like tom cruise or he in like his own heart and soul yeah (laughs) and it's like we all also know the name so so i have this idea i i always try to stop people from um insulting the name of like a new baby you know like like a new baby comes out and like it's like they introduce like Advil Smith. Okay, <laughs> I just tried to come up with something that hasn't been done. Imagine someone names their baby Advil. Okay, <laughs> okay. So they're like introducing Advil. Well, that's what Jessica. we're getting with these corporate sponsorships. You know, it's <laughs> everywhere. Oh my God! Imagine like Advil will pay for your child's early education if you name your child Advil. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> So th- so so people love to like shit on and assess the naming choices. Okay, so like imagine like this little soul, okay? Aww. This little baby with like this p- deeply permeable energy field is like just join the world. And and one word, one one sound, one vibration, okay, of sounds has been applied and connected to this this soul, okay? A single word, a single name, Advil, okay? <laughs> and then you have the, the the couple's friends, friends and coworkers, Ad, Advil. Can Advil. you believe it? <laughs> Advil. Oh, okay. Oh, Advil. Well, they call it Addy, but you know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna call it Advil because it's Advil. They can't name it for Addy. All right. It's like okay, and I'm like, you are just s- flying negative energy you made into me- the very like the one intangible thing that is connected to that baby. I love also maybe want a kid again. You talking about the permeable force field of like, it's also something amazing about if you carry a child, then it's, you finally get to like take care of yourself for the first time in your life in a way. Cause you get to be like, I can't cause you know, like there's something. Yeah. And wrong. It's so wrong. Like the only time a woman can say no or take the chair that's offered is if it's like, well, (laughs) I'm, you know, brewing Advil here. Yeah. Or like, yeah. We're, uh, and then, like, like, by the way, uh, the women aren't saying no, so the women are continuing to take on too much. And then, baby yeah. Advil grows up with chronic migraines. Yes, 
we wanted to name her after her father, Advil. So meet Advilia. Yeah. You know? We went with Bayer. Yeah. (laughs) Motrin kind of seems like a a name. Yeah, Motrin. Motrin, Bayer, Advil. I mean, Tylenol, Tylenol, Tylenol. Um, Ours is Pepto. I was just going to say Pepto. (laughs) Pepto-Bismol does sound like a name. (laughs) Bismol. I kind of in my mind, I'm like Pepto-Bismo and then one spoon of Mylanta or 12 spoon after spoon of the pink stuff. Do you remember that? Can you imagine Pepto-Bismo seeing that ad? Bastards. <laughs> the it president Pepto-Bismo. The bastards. If they're then, talking about you, know then it means you're worth something. <laughs> Gather around. Gather around. Guess what? Yeah, we are the pink stuff and we work. <laughs> Yeah, what, what do you got? What do you got? You just described us. You just, oh. yeah, we, we're the pink stuff. Oh, wow. Ubiquitous in the home. That's so funny. Okay, so that was the Psychic Warfare episode and all that that includes. Uh, we were, at the time, two women burning under the orange sky of Los Angeles while uh, seeking to cleanse the only thing we had the option to cleanse, the interior, the soul, the energy field it's nice to feel united across this nation and perhaps we're in international waters i don't know how podcast uh i don't know how the internet works we are predominantly broadcast (laughs) in ocean vessels to be clear predominant audiences ocean vessels sub Um, and surface i won't rest until there's a french poog until we're subtitled in french i will not sleep until we are profiled by berlin today i want to be in the paris review so Although make that happen. Thank you all. Yeah. See you next time. We, we do adore you. And we pray that you banked these episodes into your phone so that you can hear more immediately. If not, that's on you. That's on you. Goodbye. Bye now. Live in the mystery. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.